Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Check and check and check and check and check and check and check. Oh. All right. Oh, we got a big announcement to make at the end of the show today. So stick around for that. That's called a tease in the radio world, which basically entices you to listen to all of our bullshit crap drivel for an hour or so just to get to the tease which in all likelihood will not live up to your expectations. Maybe they will, I don't know. Carpet fucking up my seat. Oh, God, I hate this carpet. Okay. Let's call the panda. By the way, I think she was in Mexico City. Does this girl just do shows south of the border now? Is that her thing? All right, let's get to the bottom of this. Bing a ding a ding. Bing bong boom. Hi. Oh, I got the eye patches on. Feeling rough today. Yeah, were you just in Mexico City? Not Mexico City, Monterey. Oh, Monterey, Mexico. Yeah. Not to be confused where I grew up, Monterey, California. That Monterey has two R's. This one does too. No, mine, the one I grew up only has one. Oh. But a lot of people would make that mistake when they would come to visit. They'd be like, Okay, I'm gonna I'll f- come visit you, and then they'd get a ticket to Monterey, Mexico, and Ooh. wrong place. So, do you just do shows south of the border now? You know what? I love it south of the border. Yeah, the crowds like no offense, USA residents, but the crowds are so much better. They come to party, you know. Yeah, like Americans like just get blackout drunk. I feel like south of the border, they're litty kitty, but they're like not blacked out you know they like they like know like the exact right limit of drunkenness to be able to like party all night long and still remember it all do you think that they're doing more designer drugs instead of vodka sodas i mean it's possible no judgment i don't know whatever they're doing they're doing it right that's all i know well look like a big crowd good job thanks and it was like super last minute I, i didn't even know i was gonna do it until i guess thursday i would say thursday they called me and asked if i wanted to do it and i was like I can't say no. Guess I'm going. Yeah. Oh, don't fly me through a lightning storm. Right. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was smooth sailing, the flying, which I was freaked because apparently Florida, because of a little thunderstorm, they canceled like thousands of flights this weekend, like to and from Florida. And all these people are like stranded and Ooh. furious. Did you see that? No. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah. People are pissed. Yeah. Getting stuck in Florida. I mean, it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. The bad thing about being stuck in Florida is it's like... If you choose, like, if you choose to drive, like, Florida's just off on its own. Like, it's so far from everything. It's yeah. not like you can be like, oh, I'll just drive home, you know? Yeah, 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 for sure. Far. And I guess if you get stuck in Florida because of bad weather, then the only thing good about Florida has Is now been weather. washed away. So, Ew. yeah, I don't know. I guess you get some, some seafood and you hope for the <sighs> best and you hope to, hope to avoid someone who's, like, tripping on bath salts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know one of my favorite things to do is? Talk to me on this podcast. Well, yes. I don't really use Facebook a lot, but I do open it up right before we start doing this show. You do? I'll be like waiting for you to come on or something. I'll be scrolling through like my old feed. And, you know, sometimes a funny huh. video will pop up or whatnot. And one of my favorite things to do, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, is to f- come across people of whom I had huge crushes on in like, college <laughs> and then go look at them now and be like oh oh the years have not been good to you madam 
It's so mean, but it's so true. They, I, they had a shot with me, and like this one, <laughs> this one in particular. I mean, I was like in love with her, and oh she didn't think I was good enough. And now I'm like, <laughs> who's laughing now? Me. I'm literally laughing now. Literally laughing. Oh man, it's you're the... not wrong. I mean, there. Okay, so like there is something to say about like if you peak in high like you peak in high school like if you're hot in high school you better enjoy it because that ain't lasting no but like if you're a nerd and not cute like me you have a glow up like it's one or the other you can't be both you can't be hot in high school and a hot adult i well i was i think i was cute in high school uh, and i was also kind of nerdy we'll post a pic and let the wife tears decide although they'll probably say you were because they freaking love you it's true they do. should i guess Oh, the other reason why I was on Facebook is because, you know, how Facebook does like the time leap or yeah. whatever. Time hop. Time hop. So it was just like 10 years ago today, this happened. And it's a picture of me and Ed Sheeran. Um, oh, I saw that. It's so funny how we used to use social media back in the day. My caption was, after my interview with Ed Sheeran at Lightning 100. No funny quip. It was just who, what, where, when, why, and how. There you go. Very practical. Very yep. to the point. Inverted pyramid journalism 101. And it's really funny when I took that picture no one knew who he was. I remember being like, "Well, this post isn't gonna go, isn't gonna do well." <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you can post a pic of me in high school. I mean, I definitely did have a puka shell necklace. Oh God, so did I. <laughs> yeah, I think mean, we all did for sure. And if you didn't, you were doing something wrong. And I was big into a long sleeve t shirt under a collared shirt. Yes. Look. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Yep. Big into that. Definitely gelled the hair. Oh, yeah. Don't know why I did that. Don't need any product in this bouffant. The boy bands really sold that one to everyone. They did. And a lot of khakis. Ooh, which I despise. It's funny because I didn't own a pair of jeans. I remember it was a thing. I didn't own jeans. I mean, I did, I guess, but I guess I didn't wear jeans until, I think, college. Yeah, jeans just weren't it. I also went to an all-boys Catholic school where I had to wear... Did? Yeah, I had to wear a collared shirt. We, we, didn't have a, we didn't have a uniform. We had a dress code. So where did you meet girl? Like, where did you meet a cru- your crush? Dude, I, I killed it in fucking high school, bro. Well, so we had a sister school called Notre Dame. Got it. Which was, like, right down the street. So I went to school in Salinas, which was 25 minutes from where I grew up in Monterey. And then all of my friends went to Robert Louis Stevenson or Carmel High or Monterey High. And so I really hung, kind of hung out with all my buddies who went to Robert Louis Stevenson. So like my high school girlfriend went to Robert Louis Stevenson. I see. How old were you when you had your first girlfriend? Was serious girlfriend? Like a girl, yeah, like a girlfriend. Not like a, I kissed her on the playground. Like yeah. you're dating. I would say that like I would say my my first official girlfriend was Tiffany Day. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. You find her on Facebook or no? She still looks good. She does. Yeah, I'll give her that. And she's also she's married to like my best friend in the world's cousin. Which is weird. Oh. A small town. She dumped me, though. She wasn't yeah. in it. She wasn't Smart all about girl. it. Yeah, whatever. I was learning how to kiss and stuff. And I'm sure that, like, she was just like, You're not, this isn't it. No. And then after that, I ended up dating this girl, Jennifer, who's a year older than me. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. And then we, <sighs> and that, I would say that that was my first, like, real, real girlfriend because we ended up dating through high school, and then she went to college. We st- we did long distance. I went to college. Ooh. We did long distance. The first two years of college, I did long distance with a girl who went to college in Santa Barbara, and I was in Mississippi, bro. Damn. I know, which was which was hard. It was hard to do. 
Like, did you see her at all? I mean, we'd like fly back and forth, but it was. You would? Yeah, it was just not, not it. Like if you, we got young. I was poor as shit in college. I couldn't afford to fly. <laughs> I think I was too, but you know, you'd save up whatever and try to get out there. Well, when, when was, so I would say 16. 16, yeah. That's when like sex, yep. sex stuff was happening. Ew. Is that not, am I supposed to talk about that? I don't know. I was also 16 though when I got my first boyfriend. But I feel like I feel like that's kind of late. I feel like we're kind of late, late on that. First of all, I dated Maggie Finnegan in oh. third grade. Oh wow. Oh, Sarah's calling me right now. Hey, we're recording, but real quick, you want to tell us your favorite things? Oh, the girl from Plainville. Okay. Ooh, I just saw that. Ding, ding, ding. As well as Shining Vale. Shining Vale's really good. She think of That's season two of Bridgerton. It's with Courtney Cox and Mira Sorvino. No. Yeah. Brandy wants to know what you thought of season two of Bridgerton. Here's my hot take. I got a hot take on Bridgerton season two. Let's I hear it. fucking loved it. Dude, I loved it. She loved it too. I was not on Bridgerton season one purely for the sex, okay? I was there for the costumes. I was there for the drama. I was there for the wigs. Some of the wigs. Yeah. <laughs> Not all. Some. But I loved it. Um, okay. <laughs> I will call you when we finish the show. I love you. Hi, Brandy. Bye. Hi. <laughs> Bye. She um, didn't say it back. How do you feel about that? Yeah, well, she's in freaking <laughs> Berlin, and uh, she wants a face. I understand. She wants a face all the time, but her mm-hmm. Wi-Fi sucks there. Okay, don't even get me fucking started. My entire long-distance relationship oh, from yeah. South Africa was bad bad Wi-Fi, okay? I don't want to hear it. Anyways, back to my first girlfriend, Maggie Finnegan, who is like an <laughs> opera singer now in New York. She's killing it. We had a kissing shirt. Uh, we, uh, I took a knife. This is fucking scary, but whatever. There was a, I had this kind of like big wooden slide at my house. We went underneath the slide. I took a knife and I carved in how many times we kissed. That's uh, weird. Kind of, but I don't know. I was in third grade. And after that, kissing chart. Yeah, like I count. We counted how many times we kissed. Huh. Baller move. Very interesting. Baller. And then I dated Arletta Anderson in eighth grade, and I mean, we got hot and heavy in a hot tub at Christine Saunders' oh. hot tub once. Wow. Mm. And <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I killed it. Killed it when I was a kid. I see. Still killing it now, I might say. Yeah, just live my best life over here. Yeah. Should we start the show or? I think. Yeah, I think so. All right, go for it. I feel like it's you. All right. Hey, bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with. Wells and Brandy. Do it up. All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. 
miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash Y-F-T. Did you hear that my sister has the Roan? She got the Roan? She finally got the Roan. First time she's gotten it. Wow. I know. You didn't get it, though. I got it forever ago. Well, yeah, but you were just with her, so I assume that, like... Oh, yeah, no, I don't have it. I I took a test yesterday to come home. Negative, baby. So is she stuck somewhere? She's stranded in Florida? She's in L.A., thankfully. Oh, but like, we, I feel like we got pretty lucky because let's be real. She probably got it in South America. For sure. And then God, we didn't get stuck there, you know? Oh, God, man. Actually, I would have loved to have gotten stuck there. I loved it there. Yeah. Well, you got seven boyfriends there all on WeChat. We were just talking about how hot the guys are, specifically in Argentina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Argentina's got it. Yeah. Good food over there, too. A lot of, a lot of beef. Talk about good food. Okay. Have you been to Monterey, Mexico? No. I heard it like the jam. It's awesome like it's i don't know what i was expecting i think i was just expecting like a busier city that was like more packed and more trapped you know what i mean like i just expected it to be like very packed and busy and it wasn't at all it's surrounded by these gorgeous mountains and there's houses like set up in the mountains so at night the hills like glitter with lights kind of like the hollywood hills do in a way like it's it's really pretty beautiful city phenomenal food like i think i ate the best on this trip last weekend in Monterey than I've ever eaten in my whole life. Phenomenal sushi, great tacos, obviously, great cocktails. I'm telling you, the tequila hits different south of the border. Yeah? It's just better. I don't know why. It's because they don't put as much, like, sugar and shit in their, in their, like, margaritas, you know? Like, the margaritas are just so good. I mean, the play for any time you're ordering a margarita is a skinny margarita. I mean, yeah, I guess so. And that's also a traditional margarita, that doesn't have a lot of sugar. You, what you want to stay away from is the mix, because that mix is just nothing but sugar. Pure sugar. Yeah. So, and what you want to do is you want to have very, very little simple syrup in there. Ah. That's what a skinny margarita is. Well, we've had this conversation before, where I don't like the I don't like the term skinny margarita because makes me think makes it makes you think that I'm, I'm effeminate, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm a guy who fucking likes a traditional margarita. All right. Got it. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of models don't get to steal this drink from me. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal food. Great uh, city. Great city. Highly recommend. You got some fave things, bro. Bro, ugh, you haven't seen Bridgerton, I'm assuming. No, I'm a boy. Okay. Ugh. Did you watch season one? No. What? I thought you watched it with Sarah. No. Okay. Some dudes watch Bridgerton. I'm just saying. Yeah. Those dudes are trying to get laid. Well, yeah. Yeah. Are you? I mean, yeah, but like. You should watch it, honestly. (laughs) We have an agreement. agreement. We're we're getting married. I don't know. As much as Sarah loves that show, if I were you, I would watch it and do a little research. Maybe it'll help you out in the bedroom, like spice things up a little bit. Did you not hear the whole story about the kissing chart? I mean, maybe you could like wear a wig and uh, like really do it up for start singing halfway through. I don't know. Maybe that's what she likes. I do own a Merkin. A Merkin? Oh, you don't know what a Merkin is? A Merkin? No. What is that? A Merkin is a wig for your genitals. Ew. Why would you have that? Because I want people to know that I got a bush. 
Well, obviously you don't if you have to have a wig for it. Well, yeah, but they, people don't know that. They're just like, oh, wow, well, this is like <laughs> Tom Selleck down there. That's kind of disgusting. It's really great when I have um, like tidy whities on, the merkin kind of like comes out of all the sides, you How know? would you say you uh, like apply the merkin? You know those, what does Sarah call it? It's like a bra that she calls her chicken cutlets. It like holds her tits up, you know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's all like sticky. Yep. Yeah, so my merkin has that kind of like sticky thing. So I just kind of oh, put that on on my pubic yeah. bone and then- it Sticks right on there, it Sticks huh? right on there. And then the rest of the day, anyone who sees me in my tidy whities they're like, wow, that man who's, uh, who's seeing you in your tidy whities what do you say? I mean, like when I go to the golf club and stuff, like I want- Oh my God, It's a power move. It? It's a power move for these, these old men to know- I don't think so. That I have a full 70s disco bush and I'm proud of it. But you don't. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know that, you know? <laughs> They don't know that. That is nasty. Okay. <laughs> what if that was true? What if I did that? That would be absolutely <laughs> fucking insane. Literally insane. I could see me like in the clubhouse, like one leg up on like a bench, like scratching Honestly, my stomach. I wouldn't put it past you at all. <laughs> I kind of want to do it now. I literally wouldn't put but it past you. Speaking of golf, but hold on. Higgins, hole in one. Is that what happened? Yeah, we'll get to that. But but uh, American is a real thing, by the way. And it was like it's like it was like used in I think in like plays back in the day, mm -hmm. and also maybe for women in brothels. I don't know. Let's look up the etymology of Merkel. Oh, do we need to? I think so. It's kind of funny. Okay, all right. What is a Merkel wig? A Merkel is a pubic wig, especially for women. It's placed over the genitalia to simulate pubic hair and to keep the private body parts from full exposure. Oh my God, look at these. You can buy these. Oh my God. How much are we talking? It's $55.99 for a pubic toupee. Wow, maybe I'll get you one for your birthday. Is that weird? No, not at all. Could be great for <laughs> not next time all. I go to the golf course. Yeah, speaking of the golf course, Ben Higgins came in to town mm -hmm. and he was like, hey man, want to go play? I want to go play some golf when I'm in town. So I was like, yeah, great. So my brother and I set up a round and. We went out and played, and Ben hit his first hole-in-one ever, and I was there for it. The funny thing was, so it was me and my buddy Tanner versus Ben and my brother. And mm -hmm. my brother's old, so he <laughs> pees a lot in the golf course. Wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? When you get older as a male, aside from needing a merkin to show off your male dominance in the clubhouse, you uh -huh. pee a lot because I think maybe a prostate thing. I don't know. Or he's just got what? a small bladder. We're also drinking a lot of claws out there. We're clawed adding it up. So he was taking up when Ben was hitting. So Ben hits this beautiful, we're on number You eight. can just pee on the golf course? Oh yeah, men can do anything they want on the golf course. Wait, what? There are a lot of advantages of being a man in this world. Oh, don't even get me started. Yeah, I know, and I'm sorry. But I would say that number one's gotta be going number one wherever you want. That's number one. Absolutely. When, whenever you want to. Yeah. Actually, I would say number one is not having to shove a fucking infant out your vagina. Oh, yeah. That's probably number one. Well, yeah, yeah, Pink yeah. is a close second. I'm saying the, th of the things of which we have, not the things of which we do not have. Got it. Yeah. I would also say, like, not having to bleed every month for a week is up there. <sighs> Pretty great. You know? Pretty great, yeah. That sounds like that sucks. But here's the thing about guys peeing outside. You can really kind of do it anywhere, and there's very few places in which you cannot do it. Mm -hmm. I, I guess in a big city, you're not supposed to be able to do it, but you can go, no. you can, but you can walk around a corner and find a place, like a old dumpster and pee behind that. I mean, yeah. You can get arrested for that, though, right? Yeah, I, public urination, I guess, is not super <laughs> awesome, but here's the thing. If you are by a tree, that's a male urinal. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And no one's going to say, mm, can't do that. Right. By the way, Tanner and I have absolutely been destroying them in this game. Mainly me. I was, was one under going into that hole. No big deal. Is that uh, a humble brag? Yes, it is. <clears throat> Was three under after four. No big deal. Um, so uh, that means no big deal. So my brother is peeing. Ben hits. Ben hits this beautiful shot. It goes up. Little butter cut lands three inches from the hole. Bounces past. Spins back in. We lose our fucking mind. Ben, by the way, is like living on a reconstructed knee. Starts oh, yeah. running around like a madman. Like he's running the forty yard dash with the airplane arms out. And here's the thing about hole-in-ones. And now I can say that I've done it, so I know. Like, I know the feeling of doing it yourself. Here's the thing about hole-in-ones. You don't have to hit it to have that feeling. You are fucking just jazzed. Because you just saw something that, like, just never happens. So he's running around like a crazy person. I'm running around like a crazy person. Tanner's running around like a crazy person. And Brett's going, what's happening back there? (laughs) (laughs) Brett comes in and gives Ben a big hug. And Tanner goes... Brett's just, Brett's just happy because they won a hole. Because obviously we couldn't beat a hole in one. Anyways, really pumped for Ben. Speaking of, I'm, he, I got invited to his like boys golf trip this week. So I'm going to be going and doing that. Oh, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Every guy that plays golf has like their boys golf trip. I've I actually see. got two. I've got my college one and my high school one. Oh, wow. And here's the thing. It's very, very hard to get into someone else's boys golf trip. If it's already set, you know? I see. Very exclusive. Yeah. And like kind of everyone wants to do it. There's not many spots. But some one of his buddies, I guess, like son got sick or something. I mean, obviously, that's not my favorite thing, but I think he'll mm-hmm. be fine. And I got invited. And so now I'm in this boy's trip. So I'm going to go do that. Wow. Yeah. Where? Like somewhere cool or no? We're going like in the desert. Nice. We probably should do talk about favorite things, though. Well, let's just circle back to Bridgerton just real quick. Okay, here we go. Because Sarah's right. Her, it is a hot take that it's good, that season two is good. And here's the thing. It'll never be as good. Season one, it, you can't beat season one as a show. Like, I mean, name a show where season two has been better than season one. Can you? Seinfeld got better. <laughs> Friends got better. Okay, but, but you know, usually it's like season one is great yeah. and like the rest of them are just... I hear you. Like you can't beat it. Yeah, it's like sequels. Hard to hard to beat. It's hard to beat. So I, you know, I went into it low expectations. Obviously, like haughty Duke, what's his name, isn't in season two, and you yeah. know that going into it. So it's like we're already taking a hit there. But honestly, it was really good. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Absolutely, without a doubt, it's the cheesiest fucking thing I've ever seen. The sex scenes are they're cheesier than Fifty Shades of Grey. Like cheese ball, cheese ball, cheese ball. But still just so good. So here for it. Loved yeah. it. Didn't really miss is Daphne or whatever. She makes like an appearance here and there. Didn't really miss her. And I really thought I would because she was the show in season one. Um, but everybody else did such a good job. The girl that plays Eloise, she's just so good. She just plays that character so well. I am so here for her romance with the little poor paper boy. Like, first of all, he's hot. Get it, girl. And second of all, I just like I love a forbidden romance. You know what I mean? So I'm definitely rooting for them. Surely they're going to help. They're going to like come take the forefront in season three, because I really thought Eloise would be the lead in season two. It was kind of a curveball for me that it was the brother. So I'm really hoping Eloise gets her moment in season three. I I really I need to see I need to see Eloise and Paperboy uh, married at the end of season three. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh, Anyway, loved it. Bridgerton. Like, how do they do it? It's just so good and so bad, but so good. Paperboy. The paper boy. I don't, I don't, his name's Theo actually in the show, yeah. but I like to call him the paper boy because he works at the printing press. Yeah. 
and he's like poor. He's like the poor boy that, you know, works in the what's the equivalent of the blue collar area back in the day. He's like, she's not even supposed to go to that part of town because she's a lady, you know, mm-hmm. but she's like, fuck society. I don't want to be a lady. And she's falling in love with a paper boy. Classic. We love that for her. It's great. It's a tale as old as time. Yeah, but it works every time. Yeah. It's like the outsiders. Yeah. Sort of. <sighs> and Pony Boy got cherry. She was a soch. And Pony Boy. Oh, yeah. You know, he was. Great movie. What was he? Soches versus the greasers. He was a greaser. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but I guarantee you a lot of Merkels. <sighs> Merkin? No, not Merkels. <laughs> Merkins. It's a Merkin. 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 Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. So See, we, that confuses me because it, it sounds like Birkin. Yeah. And like it makes me think it's just the male version of a Birkin, like a Merce, you know? Mm. Like a Merc like I think of a men's Birkin bag when you say it. Oh, I think a Bir- I think a Birkin stock. Oh, like the shoe. Yeah. Oh, I got a favorite little factoid. Let's hear it. Have you ever wondered why blimps are called blimps? Never one time. <laughs> well, Buckle in. Buckle in, YFTers. You're about to go down a a history lesson that will change your life forever. And you will be the most interesting person at your next dinner party. (laughs) Or the lamest. Maybe so. Back in the day, there were two types of blimps. There were blimps, zeppelins, if you will, that had a metal cage. And then Mm -hmm. they put the... um, you know, the canvas over it and then filled it up with hydrogen or helium or hot air or however they want to do it, right? Got it. So those ones had um, a rigid frame around them. And then they had ones that didn't have a rigid frame. It was just like the canvas shape and it was filled. And they just fill it with air? Fill it with air or hydrogen or helium or whatever it was. I think it was hydrogen back in the day. And so they had these two different types of blimps. And they so they had A and B, right? So the one that had the metal frame that was rigid was A, rigid. And then the one that didn't have that was B, limp. Blimp. Limp? Ew. Yeah, like a penis. What a terrible word. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible, terrible word. And the more you know. Uh Uh-huh. And what made you think to look this up? Like you were just looking up and saw a blimp and you were. You know, I'm 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 an inquisitive man at heart. Right. Uh-huh. I also think someone just said it on TikTok, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. big TikTok guy. Big TikTok guy. I got some fave things. All right, let's hear it. Have you heard of Trust No One, The Hunt for the Crypto King? I have not. Oh. Great? Pretty good. Here's the thing. Like, obviously, very much in vogue is putting out documentaries about people fucking conning other people. Like, yeah, that's it's all the rage. is so in right now. So mm-hmm. hot right now. Here's a tag. A group of investors turn sleuths as they try to unlock the suspicious death of cryptocurrency multimillionaire Jerry Cotton and the missing $250 million they believe he stole from them. Trust no one. The Hunt for the Crypto King, a Netflix documentary. Wow. I know that, like, this is not a good take, but crypto, I don't get it. So I don't do it. No. Don't get it. Don't But I do, do kind of think it's the future. I do. It's super volatile, I think. I don't I don't I don't even know what that word means, but I've heard people <laughs> say that and so it scares me. Same with Ew. NFTs and like I don't get this. I don't I don't like this. And that's like the very old I'm like, I'm gonna invest in gold. 
So this happens in Canada. And the problem with, I think, crypto, I don't know if there's like a, maybe there is now, there's not a bank where you'd like put your crypto in, you can pull it out and you could like, okay, now I have cash to buy a house or whatever, or I could sell it to you. And I think, I think there was just logistically of like kind of moving it around is tough. And I think that's mm -hmm. also kind of one of the advantages of it. And so up in Canada, there was this guy who started this Bitcoin exchange where you could put your Bitcoin in and you could exchange it for money or you could sell it to people for a certain amount of dollars or whatever, and then they'd send, send you money. So this guy had the best one in Canada. So a lot of people had their Bitcoin in there. And then all of a sudden, the Bitcoin value tanked. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people were like, I gotta get my Bitcoin out of this fucking shit, you know? So they started pulling out money. That's what happens in the stock market and stuff when there's a crash. It looks like he, he was just using all of their money, all of their Bitcoin, because he had like their keys to like get into the Bitcoin whatever vault. So when they started asking for the money back, like there was no money to give back. And then he like mysteriously dies. And a lot of people are like, fuck this guy. He took a $250 million in Bitcoin. He's he's on the lamb. He is like living in, you know, Barbados. He's got, you know, he's got <laughs> space reconstruction surgery. This is bullshit. All them trying to figure out like what happened to this fucking guy. How did he, how did he die? He died in India from Crohn's disease. So what? effectively he shit himself to death. And, you know, so a lot of people were like, I don't know if you can die from that. Like, maybe you can, but interesting i enjoyed it very much it also made me scared of cryptocurrency seriously i'm telling you kids you want to you want to put your money in a safe place real estate well yeah there's only one thing in the world they're not making any more of land that's true i like that doc not bad okay did you see really understand what it is exactly because i haven't watched it yet have you seen this like bad vegan thing on netflix oh yeah i watched that and I, oh how is it i think i talked about it maybe when you were go when out I was gone great I mean, it's exactly, really? it's great. Such a good twist. This girl gets like bamboozled by this guy, but then you're like, mm -hmm. who's bamboozling who here? Oh. And they go on the lamb and it's really funny because like the whole shtick is the way that they get found is they use their credit card to buy a Domino's pizza in Leaper's Fork, Tennessee. Wait, what? Yes, I know. But they bought a, a pizza, a what, a Domino's? Yeah, but what's funny about that is she's a vegan. So there's you, no Domino's in Leaper's Fork. I hate to break it to you. How do you know that? Because I live in Leaper's Fork, basically. Maybe it's not Leaper's Fork. It can't be. There's literally not anything there. It might not even be Leaper's Fork. It's somewhere in Tennessee. Fascinating. Okay. Smyrna. I don't know. Smyrna. Smyrna. Laverne. Kingston Springs. <laughs> That's nice out there. <laughs> Is. Anyways, that is a pretty good one. That's in the same one of like women stop giving men money, please. I know, like come on. Don't don't not even cryptocurrency. Don't no, even do, don't give them anything. Don't give them anything. Give men zero dollars. Zero. I was watching another documentary that's kinda old, but damn it's good. It's called The Monster Inside. Yeah, I think I've seen that. What is that? It's called The Monster Inside, the Twenty Four Faces of Billy Milligan. It's on Netflix. Here's the tag. In the late 1970s, an accused serial rapist claims multiple personalities control his behavior, setting off a legal odyssey that captivates America. Monster Inside, the 24 faces of Billy Mulligan. Sounds terrifying. Very terrifying. So this guy goes on this like serial rape spree in Ohio. He gets caught. 
he's being interviewed by the people and he's like, I didn't, I have no idea what you're talking about. I did not do this. Come to find out he's got 10 different personalities and they've got it all on video of like when he switches over. Oh my God. That's so creepy to me. One of his personalities is British. One of them is Ukrainian. And apparently he can like speak Ukrainian. One's like a little kid. Uh-uh. One's a woman. Have you ever seen Split? Yes. It's like Split. Did you ever see the movie Primal Fear with Edward Norton? No. Oh, great film. I think he won an Oscar for it or he's up for one. And the whole premise is, is that like he gets off by using this like kind of insanity plea of multiple personalities right. and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what it's based on. And so, yeah, it's about that trial. It's about like him convincing all these psychologists that he has 10 personalities. And then it comes come to find out that he has 24 personalities. The other 14 that he hadn't mentioned were called the undesirables. That's what he calls them. He's these the bad ones and all this stuff. It also comes out like how this happened to him. Uh-huh. The psychologists are like, when people have multiple personalities, it's always because they were severely molested and beat as children. It's like when Yikes. you when your brain is figuring out what type of personality you're gonna be, you know, and you know, sometimes you're courageous and sometimes you're timid and all this when when that's forming, you splinter off and it's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. And then you find out about like, what happened to him. And who knows if it's even true, but like you find out all this like crazy shit about his, him and his like sister and his brother in the, in the film. And they're like talking about like, yeah, Billy got like, re- like really bad molested by the stepdad. Da, da, da. Anyways, bonkers. Bonkers. Sounds too dark for me, honestly. Yeah, maybe so. But if you are, you know, glass of wine, true crime in bed by nine <laughs> time, this one's for you. Do you remember that movie? I can't remember the name of it, but I, I think it was John Cusack and it was, they were, it's like, uh, they're in a hotel and there's all these different people. And then you find out not to ruin it, but in the end you find out that they're all his different personalities. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like, what is that movie? It's called? like room 13. Something like that. I can't remember. Great movie. Loved it. <laughs> Probably cheesy as fuck now, but back in the day I loved it. Not to ruin it, but I just ruined it. Identity. Yes, Identity. Great movie. Stranded. I did, at, just, I did just ruin it for you, though, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Stranded at a desolate Nevada motel during a nasty rainstorm, 10 strangers become acquainted with one another when they realize they're being killed off one by one. Identity. The secret lies within. <laughs> that is a good one. Ray Liotta's in it. Amanda Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. It was a good one back then. Yeah. They don't make those thrillers like they used to. Uh, maybe they do, and we just don't watch them. I don't know. Remember Joyride? No. Paul Walker? You don't? No. Ugh. Like, I'm sure if you watched that now, it'd be so cheesy, but, like, that one got me back then. I was scared. There's still some thrasher films out there. I guess so. Uh, did you finish The Dropout? No, but Sarah did, and she loved it. It's so good, but I did just see on my Apple News a few days ago that, because, you know, Elizabeth Holmes is going through the trial now, like in real time, which is funny that all this stuff is coming out now. She was convicted. She was uh, convicted, guilty, whatever. Yeah. How, how do you say that? And now her COO is on trial, but like, it's pretty cool that they put this out at the same time the trial is happening because it's like you're getting like play by play. Yeah. Have you been watching The Girl from Plainville? No, I just, uh, I was scrolling this morning through my Netflix and saw that. I, I don't even know what it's about. Oh, it's fucked up. So Sarah, Sarah's really watching it. I'm going to start it, but it's a true story. 
based on a true story, Elle Fanning's in it. Ooh, I love her. Yeah. The Girl from Plainville is inspired by the true story of Michelle Carter's unprecedented texting suicide case. Based on the Esquire article of the same name by Jesse Barron, the limited series explores Carter's relationship with Conrad Roy III and the events that led to his death and, later, her conviction of involuntary manslaughter. The girl from Plainville. It's on Hulu. So do you not remember this? It was a girl who was, like, dating this boy, and he was, like, being, he was, like, saying he was going to kill himself. And, and she was, like, sending texts being, like, do it. Have you done it yet? You should kill You should kill yourself. I don't think I remember that. Oh, I remember it very, very vividly. How long ago are we talking? Not long ago. Maybe five oh. years ago. So anyway, Sarah's saying it's awesome. So I'm going to try that next. But right okay. now, I am uh, I'm dick deep in the tourist. Oh. oh, God. You are? Yeah. You love it? I don't know if I love it, but I like it. Okay. I mean, I like Jamie Dornan. I think he's a good actor. Okay. When a man wakes up in the Australian outback with no memory, he must use the few clues he has to discover his identity before his past catches up with him. The Tourist on HBO Max. So we, so we sort of talked about this a couple weeks ago. Well, we talked about wanting to watch it and how yeah. I was like, yeah, it's kind of like Memento, which it kind of is. <clears throat> the woman, Danielle McDonald, who plays Helen mm -hmm. Chambers, the cop, she's very good. And then the bad guy, I can't pronounce his name. It's Olafur Dari Olafsson, which, I mean, he must be from fucking Sweden or something. But um, he plays yeah. like an American cowboy. He plays Billy. And he plays a good bad guy. Like, I'm liking it. He lived in Iceland for most of his life. It's good. I'm only like a couple episodes in, so I can't say that I know for a fact it's going to be great. But so far, it's got my attention. Your boy's liking it. A lot of the YFTers, after we brought it up uh, a couple weeks ago, a lot of the YFTers said they had watched it and loved it. So. Oh, well, there you go. I saw I saw some tweets about it. I've got a bone to pick with Instagram. I have a few. Okay. So let's let's talk about it. Hey, Instagram, let's pump the brakes on suggesting people for me to follow every four fucking pictures. All right? Mm -hmm. Stop mm -hmm. being my mom, who when I come home, she says, you know who I saw at the grocery store the other day? Bob Jones's son, Leonard. You should be friends with him. I gave him your number. I don't fucking want to be friends with Leonard, okay? If I wanted to be friends with Leonard, I would follow him on Instagram, but I don't. So stop yeah. suggesting things to me. I can run my own life and decide who and what I want to follow. That's for like the discovery page. My main feed is for my main feed, all right? Let's not blur the lines here, Instagram, all right? Don't want to You know be you friends. can snooze it, right? How do you do that? I don't know. Whenever I see it, it'll come up with the option that says snooze uh, these recommendations for 30 days. So every 30 days, you just have to fucking turn it off. Oh. Yeah. Doesn't it give you that option? I don't, I don't know. Has to. Has to. But still, can we get a permanent snooze? Because I don't like that either. Yeah. Needs to stop. Everyone, needs to stop it. You're better than that. What are you annoyed with? Here are my issues. Like, listen, I get it. TikTok's taking over. Video content is king. It's all about the reels because that's competing with blah, 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 blah. I understand. Okay. But I still really love Instagram stories. It's like my main, I would say that's my main source of content or my stories. And it is so like not user friendly anymore to post an Instagram story. Why? Like you have to click on eight different things to get to the place where you can record a story. And a lot of times I'm holding the phone with one hand and I'm doing something else with the other. And I want to take a video of something that's in the moment and happening right now. And it's so fucking hard because I'm almost about to drop my phone and I'm trying to kick, click on all these buttons to get to my fucking stories. Why can't it just be one 
button on the home screen that says take a story like it used to be. I just don't get it. Then you get there. You finally get to the screen where you're taking a video for an Instagram story, right? And then you take your story and then you start adding all your cute stuff to it, like your stickers and whatever. I can't tell you how many times I'll like add a sticker and then it'll like go behind my story. Oh, and I'm like, God. fuck, fucking Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, and you, you can't get it back once it's behind whatever you're posting. Then you have to just do it all over again. It is so frustrating. Or I'll like spend all this time like making some like text on my thing and like make it do pretty things and make it aesthetically pleasing. And then it'll accidentally go in the trash can at the very bottom. Oh, like, yeah. Come on. Can we fix this shit? Yeah. Do better. Do better. So you're losing the fucking TikTok. Yeah, I know. Stories deserve redemption. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm wondering when like TikTok will kind of fizzle. I don't think it's going to. I think Instagram's going to fizzle before TikTok. No way, dude. Facebook's not going to let that happen. I think TikTok is king. Somebody told me recently that I was like, I keep saying I'm going to do TikTok and obviously I haven't. Somebody told me recently that to get the algorithm to boost your shit, you have to be posting three times a day minimum. No. For for yes, for it to reward you with like showing your shit to people and increasing your engagement well, three I, times a day. I don't have that much information. I don't have that much good shit. You well, know. I there's no world that I live in where I have time to post three times a day on TikTok. No. It's crazy. But also TikTok is videos of people who are not celebrities. That's cool. But like kind of one of the things that I like about Instagram is it gives you a look into my favorite sports stars lives and, mm -hmm. you know, actors lives and musicians lives. Yes, you have an interesting factoid about blimps. That's great. But like, I don't really give a shit <laughs> other than that. Uh-huh. I don't know. The only thing I like about TikTok is the dog content. It's literally all I'm there for. Husky accounts specifically, they're funny as hell. Well, your algorithm looks different than mine does. <laughs> did you watch the Grammys? No. Oh. Did you? No. Yeah, I can't say I did. I saw, what? I saw Justin Bieber looking like fucking David Byrne from Stop Making Sense with a gigantic suit on. Uh, I thought he looked great, actually. He and Haley. I thought it was a look. I mean, it was a look, but you like... You didn't like it? I don't know. I mean, it, the suit's too big. It doesn't fit him. Yeah, that's a thing right now. Oversized suits are a thing right now. Yeah, it's stupid. I wore an oversized suit in Mexico. My pink one, it was very oversized. That's the look. Yeah, and the green one, too, I saw. Yeah, it's a look. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, we've discussed this prior, but like Haley, Haley and Justin both, like they are very into this oversized trend right now. I would dare, I would say like they're like the king and queen of the oversized trend. I hope their kingdom reigns supreme for about 14 more days. Yeah, I didn't watch the Grammys. Don't really care. I, uh, sorry, I didn't. I mean, unless, yeah. unless someone's getting slapped, I don't care. <laughs> Oh, oh, I do have music, but continue. Well, okay. What music do you have? Are we are we there? I don't have a song, but I have a poem. Huh, that's not music. <laughs> Actually, that's kind of exactly what music is. Lyrics are poetry put to melody. But anyways. Harry Styles has a new song. We're not promoting Harry Styles. Harry Styles is As it help. was. You don't have to play it, but I do love Harry Styles. Also, Kelani has a song out with your boy, Justin Bieber, called Up at Night. I love, love Kelani. So that one's probably great. And then uh, you absolutely have to play this this next one. Did you see that my sister Miley Cyrus put out a live album? No. I feel like somebody like you would really appreciate a live album. Am I wrong? I do like a live album. No one does that anymore. My mom and I were just talking about this. Like, 
live albums are kind of dead. Mm, I would disagree with that. A lot of live albums were put out during the pandemic because they had nothing to put out. And so they had old stuff to to release from live shows. But Like stuff they had rec- this recorded for no reason and then decided to master and put out? Yeah. I mean, like a lot. I mean, Miley obviously does it too. Your sound mixer will go and like record everything. Mm-hmm. And then they decide what to put it out later. Anyways, yeah. all right. So she, what do you want me to... She did it as a plan. Obviously, I've seen a, a lot of Miley Cyrus shows in the past few weeks. But Miley does a lot of like really cool like, mashups with covers in her live show. I really love that she's put this out so that everybody gets to hear that. Do Bang Bang and see you again. I was five and he was six. We rode our noises, made us sticks. He wore black and I wore white. He would always win the fight, bang, bang. He shot me down, bang, bang. I hit the ground, bang, bang. Awful sound, bang, bang. That's pretty badass. It's cool. When she does it live, it's sickening. Yeah. Anyway, Miley's live album is out. Go listen. It's pretty cool. It's called Attention. Miley Live. Yeah. And the cover art is her in a thong. Her ass, which I think looks fab. Does look good. Right? Yeah. She's been doing some squats, I think. Looks like it. I have... A, a poem. I have a poem. Wow. Where'd you find a poem at? TikTok. <laughs> oh my God. And I loved it. <laughs> this is Mike Posner. Oh, okay. Oh, so now it's different because you've heard yes. of this person? Well, because he's a music artist. Yeah. Well, anyways, okay. he's doing a poem mm-hmm. while he's in, I think, in Iceland. Mm-hmm. And he's on a boat and it's obviously, it's like snowing or sleeting on them. So if you hear like a tick, 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 it's because it's like this um, sleeting on them. So he's at the front of the boat and he's like reciting this poem to like everybody who is kind of in the back of the boat. It's a small boat, okay. like a canoe or something. I just want people to kind of envision it. And I heard it and I loved it and thought, you know, I've never done a poem on the show. Let's go. Let's hear it. I believe this to be the truth. I pray it doesn't bore you. I don't believe life happens to you, I believe life happens for you. I believe this is heaven, I believe this is hell. I believe it's beautiful to be part of something bigger than yourself. Perhaps I'm the tool of another. A rock to be thrown at the wall. I believe those that really know say next to no words at all. I believe that angels sometimes wear tattoos. I believe we like to numb ourselves with shit food, advertisements, and bad news. I'm not a savior, not even a savant. I'm not doing my most popular song, that's all you really want. I believe in myself. And my homie Jacob says neat. I believe each one of us is free to believe what we want to believe. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. Yes. I believe prophets speak softly. 
do not beg to be seen. This whole thing is a dream. So what does that say about me? What does that say about us? I'm just one star in a galaxy caught in the gravity of my own tour bus. I believe in God, though I don't have a logical reason why. I do not believe he's an old white man sitting on top of the sky. Rather, a twinkle in an iris, an iris purple and blue. I believe even though we're doomed, we are not doomed. I believe in love, I'm 34, not so young, still naive, but I still believe, I still believe. Isn't that awesome? Love that. So good. I was wrong. He wasn't in Iceland. He's in Antarctica, <laughs> which is... Oh, even cooler. Even more dope. Hopefully we can post that to the Instagram. I'm sure you did it on Instagram as well. It's better to see it because, one, you can see all the words exactly. It's kind of hard to hear. Mike Posner's the best. Sickening. So yeah, I have a poem for you, and I thought that was a good one. Cute. I believe. We do have an announcement to make. Yes, we do. Big news, YFTers. We have decided, because this is episode 199... To do something special for episode 200, mm -hmm. which is coming up next week, that we're going to do a YouTube live hangout on April 14th. Yeah. So we've done these lives before, but before it was for um, Patreon members and it was limited to like 200 people. And so now this is going to be unlimited, which is going to be awesome. So anybody that wants to enjoy a live show with us on YouTube is invited to come hang out with us. Like we said, it's going to be April 14th and all the details will be on Instagram. Didn't we used to do a thing where we like had a drink? Yeah. It was like happy, like happy hour. I think we did it a couple times for Insta. Yeah. I'm going to have a drink. So if you want to have a drink with us, like bring a drink to happy hour. Yeah. Bring a drink. Thursday. Yeah. I could teach everyone to make a drink too. That could be nice. Yeah. All right. I like Love it. that. Love that for us. I do have one more thing. If you happen to find yourself in Las Vegas this weekend, oh, okay. I'll be playing at Elia Beach Club, which is at the Virgin Hotel on Sunday during the day. I love a daytime set. So it's going to be a pool party vibes. Blanco Brown's playing after me. I think it's going to be really fun. Sunday, April 10th. If you're in Vegas, let's party. All right. Do it. You're going to be close to us. You should come over and ah. play some golf with us. Well, if you guys uh, want to, if you do well and want to celebrate, come party. All right. Sounds like a plan. All right. Episode 199 in the books. Mm -hmm. Good times. All right. Well, we love you. See you again. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Next week on YouTube, alive for episode 200. I can't believe we've done this 200 times. I can't either. Bring your Merkin and your booze. Ew. We're gonna have a party!
Don't show me your market. Nah, you can bring your market if you want. I mean, your sister better not sue us for playing her music, right? <laughs> yeah, she'll be fine. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.